from different places We all have different names No matter what life brings us Jesus is the same We're just your Methodist To the madness Methodist To the madness Hi, I'm Beth I'm Tim I'm Jessica And we're just your everyday Methodist, Methodist To the madness well, how are you guys doing? It's been a week. Has it been a week or has it been like two weeks or has it been a month? Because I feel like it's been a year since I've been here. All of those. Jessica, you're you're always welcome. And we were wondering something about you. Um, do you want <laughs> to share? Um... <laughs> What's that like, Jessica? What? <laughs> what was the assignment like? Well, the assignment was life. And let me tell you. Oh, it was a tough assignment. Um, you know, this this past week, I was so excited to hear back through the podcast. I was really sad that I missed it because um, I've really wanted to meet Margaret because she does a lot of really cool things in the community. Um, so I figure one day, maybe I'll accidentally run into her in Hawaii. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, you know, I I had been mentioning how I had like a really busy work schedule that was a, approaching. Um, it only happens once every five years at, at the school I look at or I look at. I work at. I also look at it on, mm. a, on occasion. I believe that. You and, have a blind. Uh, yeah. And I feel like I'm still recovering because I think I worked like close to 60 hours last week and like. 24 or 26 of those happened in like two days. And so, uh, but I did want to mention a couple things. And uh, on Wednesday and Thursday, we had guest speakers at the school. And one of them, his name was Vince Avril. And uh, not sure if you guys know this, but Vince's wife, her name is Georgia. And she hosts My Favorite Murder. And I was able to meet him because he came to our school to talk to students about podcasting. And he's the tour manager for um, for My Favorite Murder, which gets over a million listens every week and downloads, which is you know pretty similar to ours. Yeah. Oh, yes, indeed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, but it was really awesome to... Uh, you know, be part of that conversation and meet him and know that uh, we're on the right track, guys. We're almost there. Uh, we're almost right. a household name. Oh, Yay. Uh, yeah. So, but in short, though, I mean, honestly, it was just a crazy week for me. I was, um, you know, hoping that I could find time on Tuesday, maybe, or maybe Wednesday, but it's just every, I think, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, it was me coming home, maybe having a light snack and going to bed. And then I also worked on Saturday. Um, and then also on Saturday, we met our donor, which was slightly terrifying in itself. Because if anyone has seen Catfish, you always think, could this be us that is getting catfished? Oh, Tim, yeah. getting catfished means? Yeah, I no, do. Well, I know I know what fishing is uh, for IT, but I, when you said catfish, 
Yeah, I, I was just thinking about a catfish. Like, I just... <laughs> <laughs> this is why I asked. Okay. So, so there's a TV show called Catfish, and it ended up making itself uh, the word catfish into the dictionary, uh, which is pretty crazy because that term was used so much. But basically, when you're catfished, it means... You're having a conversation with someone mostly through the internet. And then when you meet them in real life, they're not that person. Like oh. they're impersonating somebody else. So it would be okay. like, it'd be like for me, I could go to Facebook or some Instagram or whatever social account and put a picture of you. And then I could say I'm Tim. And I then do that all the time. Me, yeah, we do that to you all the time, Tim. Oh, no, I say that I'm Tim. Yeah. And then when they meet me, they'd be like, wait, you're not Tim. That's actually oh, Jessica that, and I met. We yeah. were pretending to be Tim. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, you're my lost twin, Tim. Yes. Yes. You you were intending to meet the same, no, maybe similar pe type of people, but then you ran into each other and then it just became yeah. this thing where you you admitted to each other that you were both Tim. Yeah, yeah. I believe it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So ultimately, it's a horrible thing. Don't ever yeah. do it. And for those that do that, my only request is please stop. And uh, mm -hmm. so anyway, so we're sitting at this coffee shop because we wanted to be a, a public place. And um, anyways, it ended up being the same person we had been talking with and okay. um, he brought his dog, which was oh. really fun, which was like okay. Okay, the bonus points. And uh, yeah, it was a really awesome conversation. We left uh, with next steps of signing legal documents. Um, and so we're going to be doing that this week. And then in a couple weeks, we're going to be uh, hopefully uh next steps of the next steps yes awesome indeed it, it's so, like um the, what is it if you're going up the stairs and and you thought you climbed the next steps well you, you got more steps that are next you forgot about um, the attic exactly yes the yes attic. the attic yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's what i meant yes exactly <laughs> so so yeah it's been it's been a jam-packed week you know and even yeah. Tim and I were at the young adult life group this past Sunday. Yeah. That was also, but that was a lot of fun. We oh, were yeah. laughing and giggling. It was yeah. so much fun. Yeah. And it was really awesome that we were able to go through the gospel of John and just share our uh, intriguing thoughts with each other and, and share yeah. some like sentimental feelings and just kind of what's going on in our lives and things. So, so yeah, that young adult life group is so nice. Pastor John leads it and he, he does a fantastic job. And I think all the life groups in, in um, Palmdale UMC, I, I'm sure provides such a great benefit to, to everyone. So I, I definitely recommend that um, any, any of you who are interested in the life group uh, in the audience. Uh, I, I definitely would recommend joining one. Um, yeah. And Tim made sure to bring his olive oil. It was really, <laughs> really perfect. But and no then, food. Is the yeah, no food. Yeah, no food because it was a BYOL, bring your own lunch. But Tim had already eaten, so that's fine. So he brought his olive oil. And 
thought it was something maybe it was like maybe he's drinking it no it's lotion for <laughs> lotion instead well <laughs> i have to provide some kind of justification so so i i ran out of lotion like uh, i used to buy burt's bees lotion um, and there were some other natural lotions that i used to buy as well um and um i ran out and i realized that i had olive oil with me and i always have olive oil with me because um for my diet uh i have a lot of olive oil in general because i am on a keto diet so uh, I have a tendency to have a high amount of fat. Uh, and so I'm just always like carrying olive oil with me. I might go to a restaurant with it or something like that. And, uh, and so, yeah, it's just like a natural step to, uh, use it for my hands. Um, I guess that's a little unconventional. Um, I admit it. Yes. A little, yeah. I think we can agree. (laughs) Well, you know, but everyone was laughing. What? Yeah, I was going to say, if we ever want to look for sponsors, we could always reach out to the fine olive oil connoisseurs and see if maybe they'd want to sponsor us and send you some free olive oil, Tim. Not just for me, my friends. (laughs) Tim's olive oil review. Yeah. That's what it it could be, you know, something something like that. Yeah. (laughs) How are you guys doing, though? Oh, uh, Jessica, I want to say that uh, Beth and I, uh, we both missed you. We're so glad that you're back on the podcast. I can leave again if, if, you know. What? No. (laughs) (laughs) The panic in Tim's voice, I think. (laughs) Saying he'll never leave us again. You guys rocked it. You guys did so well. And so I'm I'm very proud that, you know, in times of... uh, need where if any of us need to step away i'm confident we can we can take care of each other that's what we do but yeah yeah that's really nice thank you and yeah yeah, that's how beth and i felt afterwards um we were thinking that we can kind of step in for each other if uh if life gets to us like um what is it life being an assignment uh more than it is uh typically like like the heaviest assignment you know (laughs) (laughs) yes Absolutely. Anything else, though? I mean, Beth, how are you doing? I'm doing all right. Um, My dad often will ask me uh, to watch a movie with him on Sundays, or I'll pick the movie this week, this past Sunday, yesterday, for those in the present with us right now, which is just me, Jessica, and Tim. Yesterday, he wanted to watch the second Iron Man movie, and he mm. said, see if, or he said, do you and the boys want to watch this? Not Iron Man, Aquaman, sorry. Um, oh. So he said, <laughs> my difference. Well, they're, they're practically the same. They're pretty much the oh. same, yeah. Yeah. I wasn't sure. We're just not super hero movie people and but I was able to entice my kids into going because even though it came out late December it was still in the movie theater so yeah like you guys want to go see Aquaman 2 in the movie theater oh yes and everyone was like yeah and so uh I will say the popcorn was good <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the what, best part. That's great. Great news. My sour patch 
Watermelon candy. That was the next thing I was going to ask is, do you pair your popcorn with anything? So I am not a person who just dumps it into the popcorn bucket like some sort of Neanderthal. <laughs> but yes, I do eat the watermelon Sour Patch Kids and the popcorn separately. Like a normal person should. Well, wait. And, I thought it would be cool if you could like pour those two things together, no. but no, that ruins both of the things, Tim. <laughs> both of them. Right. Anyway, I've had strong opinions about that. And yeah. And I'm trying, this is the task that has taken over my life right now. Um I have a bunch of little diamond dot art that I got for the kids for kids club and they I don't know if you two are familiar with diamond dots art it's basically um they come very expensive some of them are can be well it's not real diamonds Jessica I thought that we were talking about real diamonds here I'm thinking man the budget just increased at PUMC It's not real diamonds. What is it? Swartsky? Swartsky? I can't say it. Uh, Yeah. Yes. It's those. Um, No. But (laughs) so some of them are really big and they're adults. And it's just basically a picture with stickiness on it. And then you get all these different colored gems. And it's like a paint by number, but with gems. And. I discovered that they have children-sized ones that are just like little stickers that won't take you a lifetime to finish. Right. I've done those for the kids at Sunday school and um, I've done it for kids club, but I feel like I'm wasting half of my time, like just... What color do you need? Okay, here's the color. And then I'm having the kids switch some colors and chaotic so what i'm doing is i'm taking each individual sticker and making little kits yeah putting the diamonds that they need in the kits so it's a study time yeah yeah that that's really cool but there's so many of them yeah (laughs) it's all i want to be doing putting all these little dots into kits yeah that's super cool that's where my heart is right now (laughs) <laughs> yes, the Diamond Dot Kits. Diamond Dot Kits. Yep. Sponsored by Sorsk Ski. <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least it's not an olive oil commercial. Yeah, that's true. A yeah, good thing olive oil's not involved in that making. <laughs> <laughs> well. Um, Oh. I'm excited that you guys are doing well. What were you going to say, Tim? Oh yeah, I was gonna I was gonna share a quick update. Um, so let's see. There's a few things that come to mind that are worth sharing. So I saw this movie that just came out. I think just a couple of days ago. It's mm. called Poor Things. Um, yeah, and it's with Emma Stone, and uh, that's like a Frankenstein esque movie. Yeah, and it was so bizarre. And it was so awesome. It was one of the best movies I've seen like in a really long time. Uh, it, for anybody listening to the podcast, um, 
this is important to know that it is for mature audiences. So uh, uh, viewers discretion is advised, as they would say in the theater. Yes. Um, but but it was a fantastic movie. I highly recommend it. Um, got a lot of Oscar nods as well. So Yeah. Yeah. And it got some incredibly good reviews uh, as well. I was I was uh, pleasantly surprised. Um, like I I'm kind of on the fence regarding like whether I should check ratings before I go into movies. I, I, I'm kind of like hit and miss when it comes to that. But this one, I did not check the rating before I went into the movie. I just went in blind and pretty much had no idea what the movie was going to be about. Um, did you open your eyes for the movie? <laughs> yes. Oh, good. I, indeed. I, I did. I did mean um, blind metaphorically, just to oh, clarify. Thank you for clarifying, Tim. Appreciate that. Um, so that, that's that's one thing. And then the second thing is um, I discovered this really amazing game, uh, this PC game uh, on my computer that I used to play when I was uh, uh, like a lot younger than I am now. And it's called N++. And it's this game, it's a precision platformer uh, and you're a ninja and you have to like go from level to level and avoid all these like robots that are like attacking you and stuff like that. And it's such an incredible like muscle memory, like skill based and just wow. thrilling game. Um, and I started playing it recently and I told my brother that uh, I'm playing the game and um, there's a co-op mode on on the game as well. So now we're playing that game together. So it's kind of oh, like a bonding cool. enjoyment. Uh, but yeah, yeah it's an incredible game. Um, and it's got like 4,000 levels or something. So I could probably play it for my entire life and I still won't beat the game. I don't even know. But. That's where they get you. <laughs> yeah. And then um, finally, uh, what's been helping me lately is to... And we kind of talked about this at the Young Adult Life Group. Um, it's it's so important to um, think positively uh, as much as you can in your life. Um, that's really, I, I kind of fell off the bandwagon, so to speak, regarding positive <laughs> thinking like two weeks like Sorry, prior. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, two weeks prior to this last week. Um, <laughs> but now I realize that it's just so powerful and important. Um, like basically if you have positive thinking, you can influence your feelings to be more positive. And then by feeling better about things, you'll behave in more productive and, and ways that will like, uh, make you feel enjoyment and enriched in your life. So that was a really big thing. And then, um, I came to an interesting discovery today. Uh, so I, I happened to stumble upon this one trance song i forget the exact title but it says something like um love to take away pain and i don't know the song i'm not sure why that that was titled that i i think the the person was in fact talking about some story that was associated with taking away pain with love but i was thinking you know that's actually what jesus did uh, and and you have the saying in in the gospel of john god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son um, and so like with love, we can kind of like step out of, uh, our comfort zone. We can, um, provide meaning to other people's lives. We can, we can get through struggles more effectively. Uh, just remember, um, like how much we love God and our neighbor and then, uh, ourself, uh, ourselves are in that equation as well. Mm -hmm. And um, we can just like feel so much better in our lives and make the world a better place, 
better place when we uh, we really emphasize love. So, yeah. yeah. Wow, that's awesome, Tim. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah. Well, I know there's a lot of stuff that's coming up uh, at the church. One of those things is uh, the the youth winter camp that's over at Camp Wrightwood. If you're interested in this, please be sure to connect with the church on this and get your uh, get your little bunk reserved. You know, there's Woo-hoo. no VIP bunking, unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> but it's going to be a great time. Pastor John's going to be part of that. If you need a scholarship for that, I know that scholarships are available for this. So uh, please be sure to connect with the church and and get uh, get connected in that way. Grief share uh, that begins on February first at six p.m. in the fireside room. So for those that are interested in participating in grief share, please be sure to uh, get signed up for that. The women's retreat is April twenty sixth through the twenty eighth at Camp Wrightwood. So this is one that I'm excited about. I'm really hoping that Amber and I can participate in this. If all goes to plan, I could potentially be two months pregnant, which would be awesome. So that would be really cool. Yeah. Anyways, just thinking positively here and yeah, you have to do that for sure. Yeah. Keep in mind, bell choir rehearsals are Wednesdays at seven thirty after Food for Thought. And as a reminder, Kids Club is every other Wednesday. Every second and fourth Wednesday. Every second and fourth Wednesday. We're all about even numbers here. And yeah. uh, but food for thought, that's going to be uh, every Wednesday at 6 p.m. for your interactive faith experience. And this includes singing, conversation, an inspiring message, and maybe even a meal. I'm not seeing anything else. So if I've missed oh. it. Well, well you're not going to be part of it. Since, since we mentioned one. Bell Choir, we can um, give a shout out to the uh, the choir, uh, the regular singing with your uh, vocal cords kind of choir. Uh, that's, choir. On, <laughs> that's on yeah. Thursday nights at six o'clock every mm-hmm. week. Every week. And I have a couple that are so hot off the press that I haven't made flyers for them yet. but. Let me just make sure we have, I have the correct date. We will uh, be having. Beth, a, when you said hot off the press, for some reason, I started thinking about waffles. You know how you have like yeah, a waffle I mean, press? Waffles are delicious. Now I'm thinking about <laughs> waffles. Um, but anyway, our next messy church is going to be on February 25th from 5 to 7 p.m. The theme will be loved. Because it is important. That's awesome. um, We are currently looking for... Oh, no, never mind. What? I'm going to have to get back with um, Miriam. We'll take this part out, but... Or we can keep it in. Stay tuned. We will be having a spring boutique sometime in April. Yay! That is wonderful. I wanted to have it on the 28th, but that's the women's retreat. That is okay. correct. Gotcha. That is, but we could have it on April Fool's Day. 
<laughs> no. It's gonna be different than, than our um Halloween one. What's gonna happen is we're going to have it on a Sunday and it will be held in between services and then maybe after the second service for however long we want to stay there. That's awesome. I'll have to get start getting stuff prepared for that. Yeah, sometime in April. I'll get back with all right. Crafters, get crafting. <laughs> well, now we're gonna head into uh Bith Biths. Well, this is a new person that is joining the podcast. <laughs> Again, I'm still uh trying to catch up on sleep. Beth's ministry moment. We're uh, excited. Beth, what you got? Well, according to the notes. It just says God. So, oh, you know, it's usually Jessica puts the name of whoever the guest is. But <laughs> it just says God. And that's making me laugh. <laughs> no laughing right now, but I'm laughing on the inside. Uh, yes. Anyway, all that to say, as always, I'm on the team children's ministry moment, always. But I wanted to share. It's not an email, but oh. I wanted to share some commentary that my dad had about our last podcast episode. All right. And he said, I just heard the dad, thanks for making Beth shout out. I've been embarrassed on an internationally hurt podcast. <laughs> bunch of emojis that followed. And I said... The world needed to know. Oh, that's funny. That made me laugh a lot. So, um, no one go bug my dad. Just kidding. <laughs> and Japan. And Japan. That's right. Well, wow. that's really exciting that we can continue to. Uh, I think that's something we should try to do is try to incorporate your father into every single episode in some capacity. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The invitation has been given. Uh, he can yes. be part of every episode. I would love yeah. that. Does that make the guest on every episode or? No, we would just mention him in some way. Okay. Yep. Okay. Um, thanks, Dana. And I'll tell Becky like that. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> that, was a, that was a reference to Tignotaro's podcast. Don't yeah. ask me. That is no longer in circulation, apparently. Oh. It is no longer. It is in circulation in my heart, though. Yeah, it is. Yes. Yes. Lots of wonderful things, wonderful podcasts, wonderful yeah. shows, wonderful books, uh, you name it. Uh, yeah. the, when they're no longer in production, they're in our hearts. They're in our hearts. Yeah. Speaking of in our hearts, not only was this sermon that we that we listened to on Sunday in our hearts, but it was also awesome. In so, our minds. What'd you say? I said it's also in our minds. It's also in our minds. Absolutely. Yeah. So I sat there, and this is what I do every Sunday, is I pull out my phone and I get out my notes and I like write down sermon notes. And I'm like yeah. sitting there, I find myself just listening and and Amber looks at me and goes, 
she just kind of giggles because I have no notes and we're like halfway through the sermon, but I'm like, gently listening. I'm like, oh my gosh, I forgot to take notes. And I'm just like, <laughs> but I'm like listening. Anyways, there was a lot of history in this one. Yes, yes there but, was. Yeah. But there were a few things that stood out to me. One of them being aware. Yes. Yes. Disappointment oh, oh. or tears of joy. We're not sure. It's both joy and sorrow. Wait yes. a minute. See, how did you say it? A ro- Aware. Oh. So it's a Aware. So it's spelled oh. like aware, but it's the Japanese concept of of um, Aware is how you is how you say it. Oh, Jody okay. White can correct me uh, if I'm saying this cor- incorrectly, but. Um, but yeah, it's aware. So it's a concept of, um, you know, it's a, it's a com- combination of both joy and sorrow, which I didn't realize how often I kind of feel that way. Yep. You know? I, yeah. Like filling up my gas tank. I'm so full of joy that I'm finally filling up my gas tank, but I'm like so sad how much it's costing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it's a, a good example. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. That's, yeah. And uh, that really um, spoke to me, the joy and sorrow kind of uh, experience, because um, I, I tend to think that way about like lots of different aspects of my life. And I think the one, the two things that come to mind immediately are um, when I'm doing something for, enjoyment like say i'm playing a video game like i was mentioning earlier um i feel joy that i'm able to do that but then um there's some some kind of sorrow associated with like okay well i only have this period of time to play the game before i have to do something else so it it, it almost kind of reminds me of like the the um god's holy darkness it's like you you can only have the light uh, light with the darkness mm-hmm. um so yeah and then with work like i'm thinking oh i feel really good about my work um but then uh i feel sorrow thinking that um like i you have to, have leave to take work yeah, th- yeah. Yes. yes that's what i was going to say indeed <laughs> <laughs> I, I have the opposite <laughs> feeling tim <laughs> i'm so excited the day's over yeah no to be honest i i feel pretty strongly like oh it's so great that the day is over yeah. <laughs> oh, that reminds me you guys another thing my dad said when we were on zoom a week or two ago i can't remember when time is meaningless um yes he mentioned that he didn't realize until like a couple podcasts ago that you jessica and you tim don't work for the church he just assumed all of us worked for the church and we never explained what our i'm sorry (laughs) i do explain mine I work in the children's ministry at the church. Yep. And Tim handles all uh, the finances, Just all the finances. <laughs> and I handle um, all of the, um, the jokes. Out, all of the outdoor 
trimmings. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I could just imagine um, a poster uh, with the three of us. Uh, I have some sort of um, a checkbook uh, thing in my hand, and then uh, Jessica has these like amazing like tools to do the trimmings. And then, Max, Jessica. And then, <laughs> I have a chainsaw. Yeah. Okay. I like the chainsaw. Yeah. Um, oh, we're not going to tell you what Tim and Jessica really do, though. You have to just piece that together from what they've already told you. Sorry. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. It's, it's kind of like a mystery novel, you know, yeah. but discovering. Kind of a boring one. <laughs> Like, <laughs> what Tim and Jessica do for a living? <laughs> oh, when you put it like that. Kill Tim and Jessica? That one's more interesting. <laughs> it wasn't the children's ministry director. Unless you find us on LinkedIn, then it's a clear giveaway <laughs> with what our jobs are. I don't have a LinkedIn. I don't think. Oh. I'm not LinkedIn. Oh. Get linked in. <laughs> you mean like, um, you know, like sausage links or? or yep. uh, <laughs> Wait, do you know what LinkedIn is? I do. I do. Oh, okay. Actually, I do have one of those, but it's uh, outdated. Um, oh, so we'll have to connect. I, I, Okay, cool. Does it say you're still in high school or something? Or like how outdated uh, it, are we talking? It, it's um many years behind. Let's oh, okay. uh, so so I'm going to add to the mystery. Um if if someone yes. goes in with the LinkedIn idea, I'm gonna know everything, uh they'll be disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this so, is great. So um I wanted to mention that uh, I thought it was so nice that Pastor Jim went into the history of like it was it was really tragic, like sorrowful, um, like was my impression about the Lahaina fire mm -hmm. and the wow. uh, Lahaina um, Methodist Church going down with the fire. But it was just a really uplifting story, uh, ultimately. Bittersweet, yes, but yeah. um, it was it was really nice to just know all of that and that the, the, their community is still strong and and that they are are going to another local church and they're able to have their service. I that's really yeah. nice. And um, then the last point that Pastor Jim mentioned was that reminder about how they have their community within that church like like they have the peace of what what was and then now they have something new and i i thought that was really um wonderful that he he brought that up and it it, it was touching i was yeah. i'm glad he yeah so yeah like that was that was huge um yeah and so i'm i'm glad he shared that with us and i that yeah, was very moving yeah they're starting to feel told because yeah yeah, yeah, absolutely. I've, I've had very long conversations with Owen. I don't have very long conversations with Jonah. It's more like, what's her dinner? I don't know. <laughs> the, the bok choy. Anyways. <laughs> Baby bok choy. Um, but I have had some pretty in-depth conversations with Owen when 
he's complained to me about certain things about how, you know, some of his friends aren't being accepted in the ways that they want to be accepted. And mm. even when it's their own parents not accepting them, mm. and he gets frustrated with me because I don't feel the rage like he does. Like he wants me to get down on his level and feel the rage and be like, that's so messed up. Oh. And, and I think I used to be that person, but now I'm, I feel, I feel like I'm replacing the anger with hope because I need to hope that these people do better, you know, by their children or whatever. Yeah. But it's, it's because like Tim said, the positive thinking, I, if I can't allow myself and I do feel angry. I get angry about things, but it's not productive to feel angry. I feel mm. like yeah, more productive to feel hopeful that people can change. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's also another thing, like you can get upset as much as you want, but what can you, what do you really have control over in that situation? Right. right. You know? And will you be able to change somebody? It's, it's not really, exactly. you know, it, it has to come from them organically and wanting yeah. like, first recognizing that they're wrong, but then also, you know, we're recognizing an alternative perspective, I think is the first step. And then the next step is right. You know, kind of implementing any form of a change yes. uh, that's respectful and, and full of empathy in some capacity. Mm -hmm. So um, I've, I've found that um, challenge in my life um, because I think I used to be um, like feeling the emotions of everyone that was telling me their anything. Oh, um, and it was really um, hitting me emotionally, um, like regarding my stability and so forth. Um, and so now kind of like what both of you were mentioning, I, I, could, I, I sort of had that perspective where, uh, not, not what I had just mentioned, but the perspective where we, I recognize and, uh, as much as I can empathize, um, with someone else, um, but like ultimately, uh, have, try to bring forth an upliftedness and a hopefulness to maybe inspire um, like another person to like feel better about their circumstances. And, and yeah, like the, the main thing is doing it in, in like uh, an encouraging um, yes. understanding way, mm -hmm. um, but, but kind of like leading them in that direction. And I, I, I think it's a difficult thing, but um, I, I, it kind of reminds me of uh, how that, um, that that situation happened in, in Lahaina. It's like they they could just be totally devastated by um the fact that their um their land um their their home basically that for that community was um burned down or they could have a like a hopeful, uplifted sort of perspective, like recognizing the sorrow but then having joy. Um, yeah. yeah. And the key thing from the sermon of his love and endures forever and he's, he makes all things new. And I think I don't think about it often, but just in the, the aspect of like how often he can metaphorically, but just, 
you know, realistically make all things new, like making new things for us, whether that's new perspectives, new buildings, new, uh, you know, paths for our lives, um, new spiritual discoveries. You know, there's always these like new things that we should always try to remember that, that God is doing in our lives. And I think it's, it's encouraging. And I think, you know, Tim, in terms of the positivity, you know, there's always new ways to look at a situation that could be positive in, in, um, not just from your perspective, but how can it also be positive for somebody else? Yes. You know, absolutely. Um, and so, uh, I think always taking yourself out of the equation at, at some point and looking at it from that angle is, is a good way to kind of assess your day to day, you know, like if you can't think of something positive, at all. Well, how did maybe something you did create a positive step in somebody else's life? Or yeah. you just make somebody's day worse because you want <laughs> Or are you the one that left the shopping cart behind somebody's vehicle? Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> it may have been positive for you to not walk so far. But not somebody else <laughs> i'm glad you mentioned that jessica because there are those times where i'm like well i could just leave my parking lot or leave my parking lot leave you the shopping leave the shopping cart where i'm at like where my car is or something or i could just go over spend like maybe one minute one and a half minutes or something and put the shopping cart back and I actually feel like I helped someone every time I put the shopping cart back in in the store uh, area where you have the carts. Mm-hmm. Um, I I so yeah, it's like one way that we can like help the community, help our neighbor, and um, kind of what you were saying, Jessica. Basically, like how can we uh, provide a positive influence for someone else? And that kind of like falls into what I was mentioning earlier about love. It's like how can we like practice love for our neighbor and how can we like uh, live a life where we're exercising love in, in accordance with like um, loving God. I, and mm-hmm. I think that can provide like a sense of, of positivity that um, can really make a huge difference. Yeah. There was a, I had a, a minor thought about the shopping carts. I was thinking of, mm. Sometimes there's a shopping cart that ends up on a sidewalk where Beth finds it and then ends up yep. taking the shopping cart back to the church. Yep. I'm yep. so glad you mentioned that. If anybody remembers that story. <laughs> I definitely do. Okay. I'll say it again. The person oh. got a shopping cart in their truck of their car. Yep. Not living. <laughs> So, yeah, I think all together, you know, I think we all kind of gained something from this fourth, the fourth session of, of new beginnings. Yeah. I didn't even mention it. It was the fourth one. It was in focus of Ezra. I think Ezra was chapter three, I believe. And, um, 
Yeah, I'm excited for next week. Beth probably already knows, but I'm excited for next week. Yeah. I don't yeah. know yet. There, there's, there's just so many different like angles that we're looking at new beginnings now. Uh, I know. Like, like, just imagine like uh, this is maybe potentially horrible for me to say this, but just imagine if you're in geometry class and you have one of those um, mm-hmm. shape uh, moving things. Um, and I <laughs> Like a rhombus with your... Uh, trapezoid and <laughs> yeah. No, I actually remember what it's called—a a, a protractor. You got like a protractor, protractor. and you can. <laughs> so, are you referencing that Jesus is the protractor in our lives, who's providing us with multiple angles to look Ooh. at? Life? Yes, I, I love that. Yes. <laughs> Nice. Maybe we should just start referencing. Like, I'm feeling like more of like a 45 degree angle today, guys. <laughs> I'm a little 90 degrees, feeling a little cornered here. <laughs> I might be uh, 87.3 degrees uh, today. <laughs> well, Beth is 98 degrees and rising. So, uh, <laughs> anybody read? remembers does anybody know that reference i I, I might be the invisible man (laughs) what 98 degrees i am never mind it's there's a boy band 98 there's a a record 98 degrees and rising guys oh my gosh well probably (laughs) we probably have the song the invisible man on there Oh yeah, man. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I just never had any of their albums. Yeah. Well, speaking of not 98 degrees, Justin Timberlake is gonna go on a world tour. And by oh, world, I think well. Canada is the only thing outside of America. <laughs> what I saw. Okay. <laughs> uh, sign me up. Yeah. I'm curious. I haven't listened to his new song, Selfish, but. Oh, that. Have that you heard sound, him? No. I, I, now I want to listen to it because you mentioned it. Yeah, we'll have to. I'm not going to listen to it. You're We're not? not in solidarity with Britney Spears. I'm just. She kidding. just, she just uh, gave I a shout that. out to. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was anyways. Well. We digress. So, from Prairie <laughs> no, class, no, it no, was totally like appropriate digress. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure what happened there. Uh, maybe that was part of the digression. <laughs> it was. It was totally part. Yeah. Is there anything that that we can pray for you about, Beth? I'll start um, with. You. Yes. So. Owen has this friend that he's been friends with since um, second grade. He okay. is the sweetest kid ever, but man did life steal him a terrible hand. Um, he was raised for some of the years in his life by his great-grandmother, not his grandmother, his great-grandmother. And then his mom got custody back of him. I think she had some addiction issues. And 
So she got custody of them back. They moved to Colorado and then to Las Vegas or somewhere in Nevada. And then in Nevada, this was um, a couple years ago, I can't remember. Um, he and his mom were involved in a car accident. Oh, oh no. They were both ejected out of the vehicle. Oh, wow. Died. And he's now, I, this, I think this was like four years ago, maybe this happened. And so he moved back to the Antelope Valley and he lives with his grandma. And I don't know any of the details about what's happening, but Owen told me that um, his, his friend told him that CPS is perhaps going to get involved and he might have to go live in a boy's home or something like that. Oh, and wow. He's just the sweetest kid in the whole world. And he's been dealt, like I said, a terrible hand and stuff keeps getting thrown at him. And I really just want the best for this kid. Yeah. Oh, man. And that makes you wonder what what will this kid's new beginning be like what will yeah. God provide yeah. in, um, in a new beginning yeah for sure I know and I think about him all the time and I just want good things for this kid and yeah he also is on the spectrum and so he has his own challenges because of that. And yeah, just prayers. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, for sure, Beth. I think one of the hardest things about, you know, and this is an assumption, as we all know, I don't have human children. I only have like fur children. But the the one thing I can can only imagine is difficult is to trust to have your own faith journey but then when your children are you know still young and maybe they're still exploring their faith journey and they see people around them very close to them experiencing these things challenging their faith journey on how can you trust you know and how can I trust a, a God who you know is doing this to my friend I can't even imagine you know, for you, Beth, just in terms of holding down the fort per se, you know, like really advocating to trust God in this situation. It's so much easier said than done. Yeah. So I think in addition to praying for, um, for this kid, I think also praying for you that you can maybe find the right words, you know, when, when they're needed. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Tim, what about you? Um, hmm. I feel like I'm like a broken record or something like that with my prayer requests. Um, so I'll go with a, a little bit of a different angle. Um, so I, uh, 
After the young adult life group, I um, talked to Pastor John a little bit longer than everybody else because we were kind of walking the same direction. And we started talking about like ADHD and stuff like that. Um, and it was a really inspiring conversation. So I started looking up ADHD because, um, you know, I was I was diagnosed with ADHD when I was a, I was a kid, but I haven't um, got diagnosed as, as an adult. Um, maybe maybe that's in my future. What? Do you need to get re-diagnosed though? I don't know, honestly. Um, I maybe the what is it? The jury is out on that one, uh, as as you could say. Um, But I uh, I started doing some research, and research being, (laughs) I just went on Wikipedia and looked up ADHD. That is a very (laughs) respect respectable and uh, definitely peer reviewed for sure. Well, I, I take it with a grain of salt when I'm I mean, on Wikipedia. But... I, Tim, you take it with a tablespoon of olive oil for sure. Oh, yeah. yes, indeed. That That's actually what I meant and to not say. Not into his mouth, into his skin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah. Oh, I already explained the olive oil story. That's good. So everybody <laughs> knows about that. I'm, I'm happy. Um, yep. So... Yep. <laughs> So with the spoon of olive oil, I went in with Wikipedia uh, and ADHD, and um, one sentence in particular stood out to me, said that the core problem with having ADHD is um, executive um, function and emotional dysregulation. I guess you could say uh, executive dysfunction. Um, And so I'm like, okay, so if I really know what executive function means and i know what emotional uh dysfunction or emotion if i can speak emotional dysregulation uh Mm -hmm. means then um like really to the point that i understand them and can explain them simply to another person then maybe i can apply in my life the changes that i need to like live a more productive and happier life um, and so uh, maybe I can report back next week about how that journey is going. Yesterday I was doing some errands and after I was um, after I discovered this, it actually made me feel a lot more productive. And, and I think my behavior reflected that. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, sharing um, next week. But, yeah, prayers for me on, on uh, wherever that journey takes me. Yeah. Keep exploring. Yeah. I think that's always good. Always learning. Once you crack the code, let me know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Living my best life right now. (laughs) (laughs) Not a terrible life. No. No way, Beth. You're, You're the children's ministry director. It's a lot better than having some boring checkbook or or having um, <laughs> some something else, you or know. Having some <laughs> cutting shears over here. <laughs> what about you, Jessica? Do you yeah, have? what about uh, you, Jessica? I oh my gosh, you guys! Thank you so much for asking. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I think the. I have a really silly story and um, but the obvious prayer request is that, um, you know, everything can continue to work out smoothly in terms of us trying to start a family. Um, 
But I wanted to share this last week, and that's why I was a little bit sad that I wasn't able to mention it. So I'm going to mention it now, and this is part of my prayer request. I had a package uh, that was supposed to be delivered to me on a specific day, and I looked at the notification. It said it was delivered, and it was not at our front door. It was at a very nice looking front door. And I was like, Oh, okay. This is not my home. And, uh, so I posted it on our community page on Facebook because that's how our community talks together. And I got a message that said, Hey, I think that's so-and-so's address. Um, and no, that is not their name. This is to help them to, uh, remain anonymous, but I will yes. mention their first name as, as I go through the story, um, not their last name, but so I was like, Oh my gosh, thank you so much. And it ended up at a couple houses up from us. And so I was like, I, this is, this is one of those joy and sorrow moments, right? I was so full of sorrow that like, Oh my gosh, it's at the wrong. It was more of like frustration. My package is at the wrong address you know, I was really looking forward to what the items were inside because one of them included an auger bit that could attach to my drill. And wow. so, uh, yeah, exactly. Everyone see this, this is what I do for the church. So, <laughs> um, so I went to the house, there was a gentleman outside and I was like, hi, sorry. Uh, I, I think my package was delivered here. And he goes, oh, he said, yeah, I called them and they, they told me to, you know, just keep them. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, I, he said, but now that you're here, come on in. Let me show you where they're at. He's like, one of them was already broken. He said it was your, uh, anyways, it was some tool that I had purchased. And he brought me over to his you know big garage space and we go in there and we had admired we as an amber knight have have both admired his yard because he has a miniature vineyard in his yard oh, and wow. so he brings me into his like garage space and he's like hey do you do you like to you know, do you like cars? Like, do you like to re redo cars and restore them? And I was like, no, I mean, well, I love them, but I don't know how to do it. I wish I did. And uh-huh. he had all these really cool cars in there and we got to talking and 15 minutes goes by, 20 minutes goes by. And he kind of opened up a little bit and, you know, I talked about, you know, my life a little bit and he's in his eighties and He's been married now. He's in his second marriage. His wife had passed away um, a few years back from from breast cancer. And um, he randomly he just mentioned he's like, yeah, life is short, though. He's like had a heart attack, you know, and he just mentioned like, yeah, but I just was really peaceful. You know, everything I would have been fine with it if that were my time. And I was like, oh, are you a man of faith? And he said, you know. I don't think so. He said, but I'm not atheist, but, and he shared a story and, uh, he said he used to go to church and all these things. And I was like, Oh, where, where did you go? And 
Um, long story short, he used to go to Palmdale United Methodist Church. What? Wow. And uh, Pastor Jim 1.0 was the pastor that married he and his second wife. Oh. And um, anyways, there's a little more to it, but I'll keep it private. But uh, my prayer is that we can see him and I, I would love to see him in church. Um, yeah. This, yeah. How that all kind of came together was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I just was like, and his name is Bob. And I think that's the coolest oh. thing. So we're, we're bringing in Bob to the conversation. Oh, uh, wow. And uh, yeah, so I got my, my auger that attaches to my drill and uh, also walked away with two bottles of wine that he made. Oh. So wow. it was definitely one of those aware moments where it was sorrowful, sorrowful at first, but then I was full of joy when I left because I had met this amazing uh, gentleman and um, I, I've been thinking of him and, and praying for him and wherever his spiritual journey is and um, would really love to have him try to come back to, to PUMC at some point. That would be. Yeah. So mm-hmm. my, that's, that is my, my prayer request. I'm so glad you shared that Jessica. That That is such yeah. a nice story. And, and yeah, maybe, maybe he'll, he'll come to PUMC. We'll, We'll pray for for that to be the case. That that would be incredible. But it, it's just so interesting and so nice that he was he was like part of PUMC and he actually had had a marriage there. That's that's incredible. Yeah. See, it's one of those things where sometimes it's okay if your package is delivered at the wrong address. Maybe <laughs> has a conversation yeah. waiting for you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> All of a sudden, you'll find out somebody. They, they either used to go to PUMC or they uh, tune in remotely uh, to PUMC. Yeah, you, you never you know. You should have told them about the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe so. But anyways, well, I've thoroughly enjoyed hanging out with you guys this time around because I've missed you as well. And um appreciate the time that we get to spend together to reconnect and yeah yeah it's so much fun um hanging out with the two of you on this podcast it's it's so nice yes uh it's a blast it's a blast it's a blessing um and uh yeah thank you audience thank you everyone for listening and, oh my gosh! Uh, it's a standing ovation. Ovation. Wait, that the wait that has nothing to do with the applause. <laughs> Everyone's clapping in the audience, Tim. <laughs> no, I'm saying the theme song that I was putting in there, like that. Is... <laughs> oh, Thanks, everyone, for sticking around. We look forward to chatting with you next week. Goodbye. We're all from different places. We all have different names. No matter what life brings us, Jesus is the same. We're just your Methodists to the max.